Park yourself. Alrighty, kitties. We have a new episode for you today. We are going to go somewhat live. Today we have Blood Prison. We are going to be speaking with the owner, Vic Amasquita. And I guess I'm going to bring Snags in. Good evening, everybody. I have something in my throat, so I have a deep voice today. What's up, everybody? This is Snaggy Poos. Uh, today we are talking to Blood Prison. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. This is episode seven, season two, guys. Yep. This is fucking awesome. Let's jump into it. Let's give Vic a call. Here we go. Hello. Hey, is this Vic? Yeah. Hey, Vic. This is Arthur from Dark Hair Podcast. Uh, I'm so sorry. Dark Hair Self Podcast. <laughs> Can't even talk today. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, good, man. How you doing? What's uh, your name? Uh, my name's Arthur, and then right next to me Arthur. is my co-owner, Steve. 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 Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. So, um, dude, we're super excited to have you on, especially for the fact that you guys at the Mansfield Prison, and um, it's yeah. it's fucking awesome. It's fucking. Awesome. We've actually came and visited you before during uh, incarceration. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we yeah. came and visited you. As, I do believe it was last year we came up and uh, we got to go through. We were super stoked when we got there. And we were like, oh, they're actually going to let us go through? Let's do it. So we did it. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. It was absolutely wonderful. Now, with that being said, during the incarceration, yeah. I heard rumors that's only just like a quarter of the hunt. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, uh, you know, we get the house in the basement, the big cell blocks, obviously, we can't. We got to set those up and tear them down every year. So okay. that's not nothing we can leave up. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's the downside of doing a haunted attraction at the prison is you got to tear the big stuff down. Um, and then solitary confinement too. We don't, uh, we'll do, we do a small little portion of that, yeah. but we don't do the whole thing. Okay. Well, let's start from scratch here. Uh, tell us a little okay. bit about yourself and the haunt. Well, I mean, the, I was, I mean, I, I started with, uh, um, Robert Kurtzman, I started working with him, um, kind of doing, he does special effects and all that stuff. Uh, and that's kind of <laughs> how I got into the haunted attraction. We did, um, uh, a small haunted attraction here at our shop. And, uh, that's kind of how I got into it, like into running them. Um, initially, um, before that I did like radio and, uh, you know, just other stuff for him, audio production, stuff like that. Cool. But, that's how I got into the haunt world was doing that and working for creature core. Um, we would go trans world every year and, you know, sell our masks and our props and everything like that. That's wonderful. Now, what kind of masks did you guys sell? Like latex, silicone? No, we do. Um, we do foam latex masks. Oh, there you go. Cool. That creature core. So it's, it's, um, they're way better. They're, they're not as heavy as latex or silicone. Mm-hmm. Um, they're way lighter. And I mean, you know, running a haunt myself, that's, I mean, we have some silicone masks, right? Um, and I have a select few people that are, you know, willing to wear them. Uh, but my foam latex masks that I get here are just like, like those those guys will wear those all night long because they're just they're they breathe, they're oh, absorbent, yeah. you know. So they're just you know, they like them better because it gets hot in the mask. Even in those, they get hot. Now, know? is it like the like a foam prosthetic mask where like it's like that that same material? Yeah, it, it's basically like a foam prosthetic. Um, but the mask has a, a four-way stretch spandex liner on the inside. Yeah. So 
you know, it's not, you're not ad- adhering it to your face, yeah. but it, 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 it fits pretty comfortable against your yeah. face. Yeah. That's, that's where you get the stretchiness, you know? Yeah. That's what we, uh, we actually, uh, on the side of our production part, we also make basically the sock mask with the foam prosthetics and stuff. And we've made mm-hmm. ton, tons and tons of masks. It, it makes people. it a lot easier, doesn't you can, it? <laughs> you can breathe. And oh, it's, yeah. it's just so nice to actually just slip on a mask that looks great. You don't have to glue it to your face or anything yep. and just go to town. Well, that's wonderful. And then what year did you actually, did Blood Prison actually open? Blood Prison, we opened, <clears throat> well, Blood Prison itself opened in um, 2017. That was the first year of Blood Prison. Okay. Um, before that, when uh, I was still with Robert Kurtzman, we did one in 16 at the prison called Paranormal Penitentiary. Okay. Um, and that, so I technically I was there in 16 as well, um, but I started it with Blood Prison in 17. Okay, cool. And it's been taken off for you guys. Yeah, I mean, it really has. The, the Reformatory, I work pretty close with them, and they're pretty cool about, you know, what we want to do and everything. Um, they know that we're, you know, I mean, we live this world just like, you know, a lot of other people you talk to, I'm sure. Um, so they, kind of know, you know, we know what we're doing and, um, we're going to make it good and and they, um, kind of, kind of let us go, go with it. So it's, it's a really good working relationship. I love being there. You guys have like such an awesome scenery and when it comes to the actual prison itself, how much Mm -hmm. honestly, like how much work do you guys do on the off season? to get it where it needs to be at. I mean, we're, we're working. I mean, we work all, all year. I mean, because, you know, you got to do changes, you got to change mm-hmm. stuff up and, you know, make it a little bit different. But I mean, you know, the, the building itself is, you know, arguably one of the greatest facades you could ever ask for Absolutely. in a haunted attraction. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you can't ask for much better than that, but on the inside, you know, like in solitary, we don't really do much in there. We just, you know, maybe a few lights here and there, like in doorways, so people can see. You don't need you know, going much. through a door. <laughs> you really don't need to do anything. It's um, you know, it's it's all on its own. I mean, because it just looks good. It's natural. You know, it's organic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, deterioration. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. it, it really helps. Now, which cell block did they actually let you use? Because like we also did the self guided tour while we were there and actually went through the prison itself. So I didn't know if mm-hmm. like there's a certain cell block that you guys let you guys use. Cause I know some of it's blocked off too. Yeah. Well, and during, uh, October we get both cell blocks. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. Um, we, we fill them both up. Um, you know, but just, but for ink, we, we can't do it for ink. So yeah. it, it's shorter and it's a really low ticket price to get in. So yeah. it's not, you know, yeah, you if, well, you're, if you're an ink goer, that's something I got to tell everybody is, yeah, I get a lot of people calling wanting to come and just do the hunt. I'm like, no, you gotta, you gotta be at ink. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, we're running for ink this weekend, you know? Like, well, we, even when we went through, it was funny cause we get, you know, going through it and all of a sudden we got to the one part where you dead end and you get lost and you're like, uh, did we go the right way? <laughs> and then we realized yeah. you had to duck down to the left and cut through. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely like what we seen up there. Um, cause we're, we're based out of, um, Dayton, Ohio. So we're not too far from you guys. At oh, home. all right. And, uh, when the, I love the low lighting because you, one, you can't see, but you can see cause your, your mind just plays with you. And just, mm-hmm. the, just the, just the fact of just walking through the prison and you're not knowing where you're going. Cause you can get lost in that place really quickly if you don't know where you're going. Like oh, yeah. a huge amount and honestly, like you guys 
for the, the short amount of time we went through it, absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. No, you're welcome. Um, now, when it comes to special effects, what are your guys' like, go-to companies you guys try to go to? Well, I mean, we, uh, I mean, here's the thing. There's so many good ones. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, really, like, I, I didn't go to Transworld from, like, I think 2000 and um, probably 11 until, and then I didn't go back until, like, 2000 maybe 15 or no, it was 16. I think when I went back and I was just blown away by like how much, how much the, the companies had, you know, techn- really up their game. Yeah. The you know technology what I mean? is just crazy. Oh man, it is. It's nuts. And it's like, I was like, Holy shit. I, <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't, sorry. I hope I can say that. No, you, um, you can cuss. You can do everyone. <laughs> it's open. Okay. Mic. Just make sure. But I was like, yeah, I'm like, man, I, I couldn't believe it. But I mean, you know, for, you know, we, we do the same as, you know, a lot of the, you know, haunts around. I mean, we, we use perma blood, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's the best, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, we use our creature core mask. We, I've got immortal mask. Um, uh, my, uh, my, one of my designers is Brian Dembski. Mm-hmm. So I get a lot of stuff from him too, uh, because his stuff is just really unique and, you know, stands out. Cool. Um, so I use a lot of Dembski creation stuff. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. I use pretty much everything but Scare Factory. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I understand that. Yeah, you know we, what I mean? Yeah, we try to stay away from them. Like with we work, we work at Land of Illusion here in Middletown, Ohio, and uh, yeah, there's a few people that use Scare Factory, and it's like, oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't. Yeah, I actually have one prop of theirs, but I didn't buy it from them. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, was just, I mean, no offense. I mean, they're doing their job. They're doing like everybody else does. It's just not for us. Yeah, no, I just, um, but I, I mean, I think like, you know, as far as like that kind of stuff goes, I mean, when you walk through trans world, it's, pick your poison. I mean, it really is. Yeah. I mean, we have Gorgalore props. We have um, poison props. You know, I mean, I got some hallucination creation animatronics. I mean, you know, the list goes everything, on. you know, I, I got a vortex <laughs> tunnel from GEP. Oh yeah. Those you are, know. those are wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's, it's actually, you know, really great because there's just so much to choose from Beastcraft. Oh man. That, their stuff is amazing. Isn't it funny when you go to trans world, it's like a kid in a candy shop, <laughs> especially, oh, man, for, especially for us. <laughs> it's like, all right, I wish, give me $50,000 and I'll spend it all in one day. <laughs> Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, it goes quick, man. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, oh, especially at Transworld. I mean, it's some of the stuff can be kind of like you know reasonable for your pocket, but there's also bigger stuff where you're like, man, do I really want to spend it? And then at the end of the day, when you put it in your haunt, the money pays back. So it's like it keeps continuing to yeah. go and go and go and go. Um, so well, it's great too because a lot of these places are like close to us in Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I think there's something wrong with things. us. Like Ohio has like the most haunts in in America, and we just keep yeah. just keep popping them up over and over. <laughs> yeah, there's a new one up in Cleveland going to open this year. Oh Lord, uh, Nightmare Cleveland that's going to be out of this world. I was up there a couple of weeks ago and got to, you know, you know, walk through and see some of what they're doing. It's going to be amazing. Oh, that's wonderful. I know they're they're opening up one uh in columbus called fear columbus that just they i guess it was a haunt before but new owners took Mm -hmm. over and they went straight to the movie route where everything just looks like 
original. Everybody's using their original characters. And speaking of original yeah. characters, the Warden's Widow. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dude, she's amazing. She is absolutely yeah. amazing. So what, she is. She's um. Her character is is has become has become its uh its own entity. It it really has. It's really taken off her, and um, she's just a magnificent person, anyways. Yeah, we we like I, I have like TikTok, Facebook, I mean all the social mm-hmm. media stuff, and I'm always seeing her doing her scream or just walking with the keys or walking with the inmates, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her character is yeah. so beautiful, and is it is it an original character that you guys created or she created? Well, it was it was um, it's an original character that that she um, did a lot of research on uh, through the the prison. Um, she she created it like through through uh, I don't want to say characters, but like through a person at the prison. But we don't like to say that name because they're you know they're still there's still people around. So, you know, we just try to keep it, right, right. you know, loosely based on that, I guess you could say, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, majority of it was her, like the character itself, you know, she had an idea of what she wanted to do. Now she had some help, like uh, creating it as far as like, you know, building the character, like Matt Seal does the makeup on it. Right. Uh, she, he does, you know, it's all airbrush and he's a, just a phenomenal airbrush uh, artist and, and a tattoo artist as, as a matter of fact. Um, but it's changed so much over the years and yeah, she had a, um, a lot to do with it. I mean, you know, it was, she had the idea, she had the, um, what I want to say, the concept for it and really did her research and it, it, you know, it's grown. Oh yeah. Because of what, you know, what she puts into it. Yeah. And now when, um, before she was the, um, warden's widow, was she just a normal actor before she came the face of, blood prison yeah she really was um she did uh she worked at a haunt over in finley ohio called uh, ghost town mm-hmm. and um she worked there for a while and then she reached out to me and i think she were i don't think she worked at the hydro but i know i think she did maybe an off-season event or two okay at the haunted hydro with uh, crazy bob right uh did but uh then she, did the hydro end up closing down or is it no still... it's, it's, it's still open okay okay good 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 yeah yeah it's open Um, but yeah, so then she reached out to me, this would have been in 2018 and, um, you know, one just, you know, just saying, Hey, I was you know looking for a new place to haunt. And, you know, we set up an interview and everything. And, and when she got there, I was just, I, I, I remember walking into the front part of the reformatory and kind of just looking around and I'm like, Oh my God, there's this really tall girl, you know? (laughs) And that's like what I thought. And I just totally skimmed over her and I was keep looking at everybody else. And then she goes, Vic. And I looked at her. I go, yeah. And she goes, um, I'm Andrea. And I was like, Oh shit! Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm like, sweet. Come on in. You know, that's awesome. So she comes in, and you know, she you know got acclimated to everything. And um, but yeah, she started in the. Uh, she wasn't even a, a uh, an outside. Uh, what am I thinking of? Q line actor. Right. When she started, she started in the East Cell Block. She was uh, in our church. You know, she was in our church scene. That's where she started. And then eventually, you know, that character was created and we had actually a whole family at first, but it's just, she's kind of been the lone survivor. That's see, and um, those, yeah, that's, that's just the dedication that one, cause like I've been haunting for, this is going on my 16th year straight. I've been haunting since I was mm-hmm. 14. And um, the, when, when I see 
it, and it's really hard to find that dedicated person, especially in like all the yeah. haunts that I've worked at and stuff. There's always mm-hmm. like on, only like a select few people that are absolutely dedicated to this stuff to make an original character to actually sit down on the off seasons and just live and breathe haunt. And just yeah. the amount of like work that she puts into her character, it's it's so believable, especially when she's walking around. Like when we went to incarceration last year, that's the first person I wanted to see. This the, the the fucking right. the warden's widow. I gotta see this girl. And uh, yeah, it's just you don't want to be around her because of just the, the 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 demeanor she puts out as her character. It's just so believable, even if it is broad daylight. She is just such a wonderful like actor. She is on point. She looks on point, three hundred and sixty degrees. There is no stopping her. And then the scream. The I I seen that she finally got these long fingers for herself. Oh, did you see those? those are wonderful. I've been. Yeah. I've researched those, and those are those are wonderful. The three D printed fingers; those things are wonderful for her costume and her look. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I like. I'm looking forward to see what you guys, what she does this year. That dress has to wear her out. <laughs> well, at Ink it does because we actually got her. Um, we have these cooling vests that I let that I got for her, and she was like, "Is there any way we can get these?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course." And uh, she wears a cooling vest underneath that because I mean, it's 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 a pretty big costume and it's really thick and there's layers Yeah, and it's, this one's new. So I'm not sure how hot it's going to be, but the one she had last year, um, she was like, this saved my life because like I the bet. arm, the sleeves on it was, were like vinyl. Yeah. So it was really hot. Well, and again, she's very tall. What is she? She's six, seven. Yeah. She's, she's six foot seven. Um, no stilts. That's, yeah, that's I all mean, her. She towers probably over everybody there. Does she not? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a couple guys on the on the crew that are like, you know, six one, six two, but you know, that's um. Yeah, once you get past she, six she five, she definitely towers over everybody. Yeah, yeah. man, she's such a wonderful person. Just 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 seeing her like on social media and all the video. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even have to search blood prison or anything. She just pops up, and it's like, yes, I love seeing yeah. that. I absolutely love seeing that. That's wonderful. Yeah, she's she's a uh, she, and she's really. I mean, and she really loves to haunt. I mean, like for like the longest time, you know, for a couple of years, she would just, you know, do the Q line stuff. And she asked me last year, she was like, I really want to like, you know, go in. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. You know, it's fine. And she goes in and started working scenes with everybody. And so people seeing her in the attraction, like they get really stoked. I, you know, people walking out saying, you know, where they saw her, um, you know, and what scene and everything. And they just get really excited because, um, they weren't expecting that, you know, they're used to seeing her outside getting pictures and stuff like that. So she really has that love for it. Well, and, yeah, I'm a Q line actor and I'm going to go out and get photos, but I like to be in the haunt. And she loves to scare. So and, that's, I mean, complete package. It really yeah. is. And I think it's pretty cool for you guys to let her do that. And like from the way I look at it as if I was a customer, it's kind of seeing like an apparition, like she's the warden's widow and you would expect her to yeah. be outside and all of a sudden, it's like, well, I don't see her outside. And then all of a sudden, you see a glimpse of her in a scene. And it's like, oh, shit. Especially for, like, the like the smaller scenes that you guys have that are really close together. And she's six seven. That's, that's, fucking, mm-hmm. that's fucking terrifying. Because if I was in a yeah. dark room and I seen a six-foot woman just standing there looking the way she looks, I'm going to be absolutely terrified. There's nothing I could do. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, man. Yeah, she does it well, that's for sure. Well, good for her for continuing to do what she's doing. And I like the fact that she she changed it up every year and stuff. And this absolutely props out for her for just wearing that dress in this hot season. Yeah, it, it does take a toll. But, I mean, she loves it. And, you know, she goes all out. She does the, the like, her costume is made by Spenpuss. Mm-hmm. And she gets, like, she gets contact lenses. You know, in the hands we got from uh, the Gary Faye guy. Yep. Um, you know, and it's just like she really, you know, goes all out and um, to make the character, you know, what it is. And she's, she's all about it. I mean, she's always excited to do it. She's always ready to do it. Um, any off-season event I do, she's always, you know, one of the first ones to sign up because she just, you know, she likes doing it. She's, she's really into it. Well, definitely keep a person like that in your guys' haunt because – that is a. It's hard to find really truly good actors that want to go year round like we do, and yeah. really put everything into it. Because like even for ourselves, our studio and the you know it's in the basement of my house. I mean we're no by no means we're no big FX company, but we at least try and do our best. But we're constantly coming up with new costumes for our characters, and each year we try to give something different back to the people. So we try. Yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah, and it's all you can do. Now since. You are the owner of uh, Blood Prison and stuff. Are you? Do you ever find yourself in a predicament where you forget? Like, have you ever just like put on a costume and just go out there? Well, not really. Um, <laughs> here's the thing, and most people are surprised by this, but I've never really, I've never acted in a haunt. I mean, I have, but I've never put makeup on. I've never put a mask on or a costume and went into a haunted attraction or the haunted house we did here. Um, I did more of the, um, behind the scenes stuff, like, you know, help with setup, of course. And I'd run the ticket booth. I would do the advertising. I would do all the production work and stuff like that, but I never actually haunted. Now, what I like to do is, um, we've got a scene up in our, in our house. Uh, like the first, like <clears throat> it's the first, if, if it's Halloween season, it's the first thing you go into. Right. We got a big house upstairs and in the back, we have like a backyard and we built, we made this giant tree and um, I like to hide in that tree and just reach out and, you know, reach out for people and just scare them. Cause it's the easiest scare in the world Absolutely. and it's just fun for me. But yeah, that's about as far as I go. Hey, that's, I mean, pull some wizard of Oz. You, you have a problem with my apples. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now and we have um, a touch path we do too. So I like to grab, you know, I'll grab people and try and pull them into the tree, and they freak out. So that's always fun. <laughs> now, do you ever get tied up in a, in management aspect of running the hunt and forget to have fun? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it sucks, but I mean, it's just a part of it. But when I'm doing what I'm doing, where I'm doing it, it, it's not long. I'm not in that mindset for very long. Right, right. I mean, everybody has an emergency, but when it gets to the point, it's like, all right, I got to do this first, and then I'll have fun later. Yeah, it really is. But, you know, it's it's like that with anything, really. You know, Creature Core, I work here, too, and it's um same thing. We make all the masks and the props, and I love watching the guys, you know, put everything together. But at the end of the day, we got to get the orders out. And, you know, at, at Blood Prison, at the end of the day, we got to get the people through and, and, you know, hopefully show them a good time, you know. Absolutely. Now, um, since COVID affected many people in, like, different ways, how did you guys stay, like, ahead the past two years? Well, I mean, we just kind of did what everybody else did, you know. Um, we we took the precautions that, you know, we felt we needed to take. 
um, you know, like <clears throat> the COVID year itself, we, we were able to open That's wonderful. not the whole, the whole prison because the way it, they didn't, we didn't know if they were going to put restrictions on haunted houses, right? if they were even going to let haunted houses open, you know, because it was just an odd year. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, and since we got to set up and tear down, if I would have set the whole thing up and they would have said, by the way, haunted houses can't open. Yeah. Then I would have been, I would have been screwed like big time because that's a lot of, that's you lot. know, manpower and materials. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, sided on the, you know, error or error on the side of caution. And, um, you know what I mean? So we just, we just did a smaller, a smaller venue or a smaller haunt, kind of like what we do for ink. It was a little bigger, but, um, we did it that way and it worked out, but we had all of our people in masks. Um, we did the temp checks on the way in. We did constant cleaning. We actually had a guy come in every night and walk the route and disinfect the route with the, the biomist stuff. You know, um, we did everything that we felt we should do to make it as safe as possible. And, you know, in the, in the eyes of the, um, community and of the, you know, powers that be, I suppose. Right. Right. Well, that's, I mean, I'm happy that you guys weren't the ones that actually had to shut down and stuff because I know a lot of haunts here in America, just they had to just close their doors because, you know, they, they relied on every year to basically make their money back. And it just sucks to see like, like there, there are haunts that were 30, 40 years old that were going on. And they just, they have to shut their doors because it's just, they relied on that. But it's just really cool. And then, I mean, it's not cool that the COVID happened, but I'm happy it happened at the beginning of the year. And it like slowly started to like slightly go away to the point where we can actually open up and haunt and do our thing. Um, I know here in Middletown, Atlanta of Illusion, um, mm-hmm. it was basically the same restrictions. We had to wear the mask. We had to, you know, do the six feet and, basically do our thing but it still felt good just to get out to get out and scare the shit out of these people enjoy their fear and enjoy everything about it because i mean there's nothing wrong just to scare people and make them scared and make them feel normal again yeah i mean and, and people wanted that you know by the time september october rolled around they were i know i was over it yeah you know, they were over it. They were ready. Now there was always the ones, you know, that are going to be very precautious and, you know, yeah. um, with everything else that was going on in the world, I don't know how it was for you guys. Um, but we had other issues we had to deal with, um, you know, people just coming in and, and being rowdy yeah. and, yeah. you know, say, yeah. say what you will about whatever, you know, um, topic of social discourse that was going on. Um, people were just ready to be outside. And, you know, I think it being locked up, you know, and, and not being able to do things. I don't want to say locked up because we weren't locked up, but you know, felt trapped. everything shut down. Yeah. People felt almost like caged animals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was kind of weird to see how that was going to happen. And we did have a, a few incidents, like some, one was kind of major, um, but we, we got it handled and taken care of and you yeah. know, it was all good. And the rest of the year was smooth and you know, we've, we've been smooth ever since you know well I, I know uh here in dayton there's a haunted house called dayton well the haunted a tr- uh like park or whatever and um mm-hmm. they end up having a riot out there because there's just these bunch of fucking kids just going out throwing rocks damaging cars robbing people and it got to yeah. the point where it was like the haunters versus the customers and it got really out of hand 
And then I guess there were these group of kids on social media planning to go to these huge haunts. And these, these kids don't understand that these are million-dollar haunts. They, there's people that put their life and money into this haunt, and mm. they don't understand what they're damaging. And so there went a rumor put out for Land of Illusion, and they were going to come and graffiti, you know, destroy the park and take stuff, take props, do all this and that. So we had security yeah. through the roof uh, for the past two weeks. And I mean, thankfully nothing ever happened because like our park is just so huge and it's, mm. it's really gated off, but it just sucks to see people just not give a shit anymore about anything. And like with today's society, it's just so hard to just comprehend with people because they just don't, they just don't understand. Everybody's so sensitive these days and you can't say nothing to anybody without pissing them off. And then they're going to backlash and then they're going to end up like yeah. damaging stuff. And it's the same thing with like haunting, you know? Yeah. We're, we're haunt actors and we, we run a business and we do all this and that, but you also have to understand that this is just a show. So we're not really doing what we're doing. So if we do something, it's just, we have to be on, we're walking on eggshells with every little customer that we deal with. Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys sell alcohol at your guys' haunt or not, but we sell alcohol at our hunt and it gets to the point by 10 o'clock, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> Please watch you know, out. And that's, that's one thing I'm, I'm not going to do. You know, I mean, I, I tell all my people to be, you know, to be open to everything. And, uh, you know, I tell everyone like on my crew, you know, I said, look, whatever your, whatever your beliefs or whatever are, you leave them outside our gate and Absolutely. here it's, here it's all neutral. We're all Switzerland here. I don't want to hear, you know, I tell them all, I say, I don't want to hear anybody preaching one way or the other on any uh, social issue. Um, but that, you know, and it's one thing and I like it that way because that way it gives us the freedom to do whatever we want to do, yeah. you know, to an extent, I guess you should say, but I'm not going to, like you said, walk on eggshells. I don't do that. I'm not going to walk, you know, this is what it is. I understand the world's a different place, but um, I'm not going to run a haunted attraction. That's going to be, you know, you walk, when you come to our, our haunt and I, and you see the building, I mean, to me, if I'm going in there, I'm going to want something that is going to be good. That's going to be not necessarily a throwback, but something that's going to be, you know, I don't want to say over the top, but it's going to have, you know, stuff in there that might offend people. I guess you could say for, you know, I mean, yeah, because that's what people, you know, that go to haunted attractions want to see. Now, I mean, we have, you know, some complainers here and there, but it's like, look, you know, uh, one guy complained because I had a, one of our bodies down there that, you know, it was a naked girl. And, um, you know, I got called up to the front and he was complaining because there was a naked, a naked girl down there. And I was like, okay. And um, I said to him, I was like, well, what's the problem? And like, well, her breasts were exposed. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I said, well, um, you ever seen would you before? like to cover those? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, I think that, you know, I have my 15-year-old uh, son and daughter and this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, okay. Well, what about all the intestines and the, and the guts that were hanging out of it? Was that okay? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, 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 yeah, but you know, I'm like, yeah, exactly. So you're going to complain about something that it doesn't make sense. The guts and everything you're okay with, but if it's, you know, a pair of breasts, 
you're going to give me shit about it. It's like, dude, I'm sorry. Hey, if this you would have had a, is, if you would have had a cock and balls out, you would have probably got it from that too. So I mean, <laughs> we have those too. I mean, yeah. I guys, I mean <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, I'm not going to do that. You know, what I mean, it's like, dude, listen, we're not nitpicking you know, people. Our, our our actors are not going to assault you or anything. Yeah, you know, but dude, this has got to be as authentic as possible. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, we. So you guys know the whole point is to take them out of the reality that's outside and, and bring, bring them into this nightmare. Yeah, this dark, crazy world of imagination that yeah. that some twisted guy thought up or a bunch yeah. of twisted guys thought up. So you know that's what I try to do, and I'm not going to change it just because of uh, society standard of um, you know just, sensitivity. Yeah. Now I know when I when I step foot into any haunt, even if it's huge, small crappy great i always try to picture myself in a horror movie let's see what happens like i'm walking into a nightmare i don't know if i'm going to be safe i don't know if i'm going to be unsafe so i i try to get i'm when it comes to haunts like again i've been haunting for 16 years i'm the biggest pussy when it comes to haunts so it, it, it it works for me very well and like I have a lot of fears in my head and i've honestly i've just seen too many horror movies in my life and my mom and dad ruined me um Thank you, mom and dad, for that huh. one. And uh, yeah. I just, I, I just love the fact when someone goes out of their way to make sure that you are absolutely terrified and you just want more. Like I, I feed off that adrenaline of fear because it's just, it's just who I am and what I love. Um, and I just, I don't, I don't get it <laughs> when just people like just you come here to get scared and then you get mad because you got scared or something offended you. Yeah. Dude, if you if you knew that something like this, we're not gonna have fucking I don't just Walmart shit or Spirit Halloween. This is real <laughs> looking stuff. You I mean the props yeah. that people make are just so realistic. And if if you if you're gonna get offended, if you think you're gonna get offended, there's just no point of you even going. Go 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 down the street and just go walk through Spirit Halloween and go get scared of those yeah. little props. But if you want something right. real, well, come to us. Last year, this is a good one. You guys will like this one. Last year we see I put billboards up on uh the there's two main <laughs> main highways. There's uh seventy one that runs through Mansfield mm-hmm. and there's uh, Route thirty that runs uh seventy one goes north and south between Columbus and Cleveland. And then Route 30 runs east and west. So I put billboards on all, you know, all directions. So I put this billboard up and it had the warden's widow on it last year. And she's kind of doing the screaming face or whatever. And it just, and nothing, it just says blood prison, open October, this, that, and the other. Here's the website by text here, you know. And um, we got a call at the, at the reformatory. Some lady uh, got upset because her daughter was traumatized by the billboard. And... They told me, they said, so she told us that we have exactly three days to take the billboard down. And I looked at them, I go, or what? What are they going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? I I'm paid like, that's for the it. greatest thing ever. I mean, you did your job. There you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, are you serious? She didn't say three days or what? She's like, no, she didn't say what would happen. I was like, well, I guess we're going to see because I'm not taking my billboard down. We pay a lot of money for those. Yeah. And I'm not taking it down. Absolutely. You know? It's ridiculous, but yeah, you know, so that that kind of stuff is just like whatever. I, I've kind of accepted the fact that you know this is how people are, but it's just like, look, you're not the only people in the world. Um, you know, if you don't like it, don't come. Yeah, that's as simple. simple as that. That's uh, all you can do. 
<laughs> I mean, really? Well, it's like you things know, that we. Like, okay. No, I was say I'm not going to go out of my way to you know piss somebody off. That's not what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're we're doing it because we have fun, and you know we know what our you know 95 percent of our crowd wants to see. You know what I mean? So we're not going to change that just because somebody gets their you know their panties in a ruffle. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's like I was telling you know Arthur. I've been doing this for 30 years, and I've been to I've worked at so many different haunts. It's not even funny. I've worked at big, small. I've worked everywhere almost. And one thing I noticed that really helps out a haunt is if you have trained people. So during the off season, every haunt I've ever worked at, I've always promoted a, we need to train these newer people that's never haunted before. We need to show them tactics (laughs) and how to handle people because each person is different that comes through and you got to know how to read people too. And that is like one of the biggest things that I try to help explain to people because like he was saying earlier at our park, you know, we have six haunts and I know the owner's objective. He's not necessarily mm-hmm. worried about haunt. He, cause he right, right now he's actually, he's got almost a full, full round year thing going on his park. Like during the summer, he does like an aqua adventure thing. Yeah. You know, fall, you know, we got haunt and then Christmas, they do the Christmas village thing. And then now he's actually trying to build old hotels, campgrounds, everything out on this property to keep it going year round. But the problem cool. is, He's not worried about haunt. That's not like his priority. So he lets other people run haunt for him that just don't have that enthusiasm like some of us do. And therefore, everything's kind of half-assed. And it's just like, man, we could really make this place better if we had somebody that really, truly cares. And they just recently had meetings for all the managers for haunt. And from what I'm gathering, the owner himself is stepping down from, you know, overseeing haunt and letting someone else do it. And the vibes are saying that things should be better this year. So that's exciting. But again, I've worked at other haunts where that you can actually touch and people get mad because even though you bought, say, for example, you buy like a red bracelet to signify that you want to be touched. Uh Problem is the haunts that I've done that, these people get grabbed and some of these haunts like torture people almost. Like, there's no rules. Yeah. They, like, literally will throw them to the ground. They'll hog time. They drag them through the mud, pour blood all over them. And it's not even a mindset of being scared anymore. That person is miserable. And right. when you run a park, an actual haunt park, isn't the objective to keep guests there, going through your shops, going through the stores, eating food, having some drinks, and enjoying themselves and trying to keep them there long as possible to spend money? I mean, yeah, th- yeah, that's the cool. goal. But the problem is, and that's back to the whole touching thing. If you want to scare people, do it to where they're scared, but yet they loved it and they want to come back. Don't scare them to the point where they're like, okay, you scared me, but I hate this place and I'm never coming back again. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's unfortunately a lot of haunts don't understand that's what you're doing. You're, you're pissing people off. You're scaring them, but you're pissing them off. And they're like, you know what? That wasn't fun. I'm not coming back. I mean, you can, you can touch them. By all means, but like the haunts that we've worked at that you can actually physically manhandle manhandle them, it was getting to the point where it's just like, okay, this is a little much. I mean, I don't care to touch people, you know, grab them, pull them, and do all that stuff. But when it comes to like hog time, dragging them through the mud, or force feeding them, all this shit, it's like it's not, it's, it's, don't get me wrong, it's fun for an actor. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, it's fun for an actor. But as a customer, it's just, 
you're sopping wet, you're you're dripping in blood, sticky blood, and your clothes are ruined. Through my eyes, I would not want to go back. That'd be a one-time deal, and that's it kind of thing. That's like that haunt. Well, I wouldn't consider it a haunt, but it was, uh, you ever heard of McKinney Manor? Oh, yeah. yeah everybody yeah, heard, every, everybody heard of, of Russ McKinney. I mean, that guy is borderline. Uh, I mean, I want to say torturing. I mean, it's torturing in a way, but it's just more so of... Um, like like the way I look at it is it's like a like a tactics like where someone gets kidnapped they're gonna this is what it feels like that how you get kidnapped and you mm. mean, you sign all these psychological like waivers on how yeah. to do everything and then his his thing is from if you can last seven hours you get like a ten thousand dollar prize which no one ever lasted that long I mean nobody can't last that long I mean there's been like huge like marine veterans that go through that last maybe two hours and they're just done and then nobody's gonna get that seven hours of just torturing and getting force feed like rotten eggs getting trapped in a cage with live like (laughs) snakes and spiders like nobody's gonna go through that to the point like when it comes to haunting you can touch them yeah you can physically you know go at them with your voice and stuff but when it comes to like manhandling no like that's that's a little much yeah, that's never been what um, we wanted. I mean, when we do the touch pass, that's, that's never been like we train the actors and, you know, tell them what the do's and don'ts of it and everything. Um, but that's not, you know, like all that stuff in that place is there was a place in Akron, too, a couple of years ago that did some wild stuff. And um, that sucked because it was kind of close to me. And they would when they saw my touch pass, they would like, what does this mean? And, I, you know, we have to tell them. It doesn't mean anybody's going to, you know, assault you sexually or anything like that <laughs> or tie you up and start hitting you with a um, cattle prod, you know, <laughs> but we got those questions and, you know, you have to clarify. It's like, look, it's just for extra intensity. It's, it's more for, you know, a jump scare. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, someone in solitary at our place, when you're in solitary confinement and that's, you know, a lot of that's pitch black and it's solitary. So it's already, you know, if you want to, you know, be into that paranormal world, haunted already right um people go in there you know tiptoeing already so it's it's, it makes for great scares it's fun to stand outside of solitary and just hear the screams it's just so funny (laughs) i just want to see somebody get lobotomized that's all i want to (laughs) see let's bring it on guys now for my last question what is your go-to scene in your guys's attraction my go-to scene yep what do you mean? Uh, like you absolutely like love like, like something that you just oh. like, you know, for a fact, people are going to love something that you love that you just love. You love walking into it and stuff. And it's just one of those things where you're just like, man, this, this fucking scene's amazing. Well, that, that changes almost, almost every year, you know, because like I said, the stuff we get, like, you know, we buy a lot of like bodies from like ghost ride mm-hmm. and their stuff is just so gorgeous. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, we we have like scenes with their stuff in it and and others too, but like that changes every year. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So like, I mean, if you were to ask me that now, I would say my go to my go to scene is the one we put in last year, uh, the one I was telling you about, where it's, it's the backyard and we got this tree. So like the house, we have a house up top. It's the first thing you go into, and we kind of just made it, you know. Um, just for you know a cool scene mm-hmm. and it's it's long you gotta it's, you know you gotta walk a good portion through it but the back of the house we never really had anything back there other than like 
we built like this greenhouse and we had all these plants that you'd have to walk through. And we had like this, um, we bought this costume from, uh, uh, Kyle, what is it? Uh, midnight studios. That was like this swamp monster thing. And we yeah. did this like greenhouse, uh, swamp monster scene. And it was cool, but we decided, you know, well, let's make a back. We got a front yard. We got the front of the house. So let's make a backyard. So we made this backyard and I had, uh, my, uh, one tech at the time, uh, built this giant frame out of steel. And then we had the deco crete and we got a ton of that. And I got, you know, uh, some people in and they sculpted the, the tree and we made the back porch and we made like a stone path walkway through it. Um, we really decked out the audio back there and then we built a shed, like a garage or a big creepy shed. Yeah. And just walking back there, the way the tree looks, the way it's lit, it's, it's fucking beautiful. I, I'm not, you know, <laughs> toot my own horn. But the guys did such an amazing job back there. So I suppose like this year, that's my go-to scene, I guess. I just, I really love being back there. I really love looking at it. And, and like I said, I like to hide in the tree and scare people. <laughs> well, it's, it's so it's so easy. They don't expect it. And for me, it's like, if I was walking into the scene, like someone's going to be in that tree. That's wonderful. You know, it's huge. Yeah. You know, but they don't expect it. They never do. So I guess that would be my go-to scene would be the, the backyard of the house well that's wonderful man i mean i can tell that you have a big heart in the haunt world and you your guys's blood prison is just going to keep growing and growing each year especially with the the warden's widow and i hope she never goes anywhere um yeah me neither <laughs> i just you guys's stuff is just it's always popping up on my phone and i i, I hope i continue to see it and seeing uh, uh improvements and then hopefully we'll we'll get a chance to go up there and actually see you guys full running and see you guys in action. Are you guys in ink this year or no? No, we're not in ink this year. Uh, we're, due to our work schedule, um, we just, we weren't okay. able to do it. Um, next year possibly might be the thing of going back to incarceration. Cause we just, Oh, it was um, amazing to see Mudvayne live again. That was, <laughs> right? that was yeah. such a wonderful time. Um, all right. Yeah, Vic. Last year was pretty, pretty dope. Yeah. Um, one one more question. Uh, when do you guys open up this year? Sure. Well, on uh, September 24th, that weekend, we're opening on that day. It's a Saturday. So we're open that Saturday. That'll be our opening night, September 24th. And then the following weekend, we'll be open uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it'll be September 30th. Um, we'll be our first, like, our opening weekend cool. uh, all the way through October, uh, Friday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Cool. But, uh, yeah, September 24th is our opening night. All right. Well. Vic, it's been an, a, a, a major honor to talk to you and sit down and listen to all your awesome stories about the haunt and the Black Widow and the Black Widow. Jesus Christ, <laughs> the, the Warden's the Widow. Warden's get Widow. Sure. Sorry, <laughs> I'll see you here in the next Avengers. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, appreciate it so much, man, and definitely stay in touch. And hopefully, here soon we'll actually meet in person and go go through yeah, your haunt. Great. Sounds good, man. Yeah, let me know. Absolutely. I want to come down to the Land of Illusions, too, man. I want to check that out. I've never been. Oh, it's it's pretty cool, man. Six attractions and one massive, almost a mile-long trail. So it's, it's, That's awesome. it's pretty interesting. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it so much for you being on the show. No problem, guys. Anytime. Absolutely. You have a good day. See ya. All right, buddy. Yep. Wow, what a wonderful guy. Great story. Great stories. Great haunt. Great haunt. Awesome scenery. And incarceration. Incarceration. <laughs> incarceration. <laughs> Guys, Mansfield, Ohio, Blood yeah. Prison. 100 che Reformatory Road, Mansfield, Ohio. Yeah, check them out September 24th. Yep, as an opening night for this. As them. opening night, and then the following weekend is when they're full-blown Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
So definitely check them out for this year's hunt season of 2022. Um, dude, Vic is a, seems like an awesome fucking guy. And again, we are Dark Carousel Podcast. It's a podcast for haunters. And again, I'm Snags. That's Mr. Sweets. We'll we see love ya. scary stuff, guys. Yeah. See ya. See ya.